1: Warriors, two shots from the superstars to tie the game. They're on the ropes against the Houston Rockets. There you go. That's where your NBA update.
0: You know, what happens, Jack, but uh, positive Sean and I could have outshot Steph Curry and, uh, and Clay Thompson last night.
1: They just couldn't hit anything. And you guys are not the Splash Brothers.
0: No, oh, no, no. Joe's got range. Don't let it fool flu- no. you. You just ate. Oh, yeah, a f- I can miss from 50 as easily as 10. <laughs> you just ate a
1: five pound burrito. Oh so yeah! so you're not going to have the hops right now. <laughs> I've got the burrito in front of me, breakfast burrito that Marshall paid for with his gambling winnings. No, I'm a, size I'm a, of a, the Royal I'm Baby. I'm aggressively <laughs> a below-the-rim player. <laughs> yes, this is a burrito the size of the Royal Baby. And speaking of the Royal Baby, we're going to have a late-night joke-off coming up in a little bit. They all took a swing at a joke about the Royal Baby, so I'm, I'm interested in their take. Fantastic. There's what's more mockable than the whole freaking Royal Baby thing?
0: The name, Jack, the name, what will the name be? (laughs) Unless the name is F-U, Joe Getty, I couldn't have the least interest in it.
1: (laughs) That would be a surprising choice. That
2: would be a surprise. It would be a (laughs) head-scratcher, wouldn't it? Hyphenated is one of those, the middle? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter.
0: (laughs) Right. So, listen. I think a lot of you know this already. In the desperate climate of media these days, your cable news channels and and your network news, for that matter, and your major newspapers and all, they have two things working against their their objectivity and their smarts. Number one, you know, uh, progressives outnumber conservatives eight to one in our nation's newsrooms, according to the latest survey, and it's actually more in some, which is astonishing. It just has to do with the sort of person who decides I want to be a scribe. Just like different sorts of people decide to be soldiers or or cops or firefighters or teachers or or professional boxers or whatever, just it's the way humanity works, and that's fine. But so you've got overwhelming, you know, left bias in most newsrooms, and they've decided, okay, the business model of just trying to be true isn't nearly as good these days as picking a side and just hammering it. And while I have plenty of issues with our, uh, our, our president, I also agree with him on a lot of stuff, and he's been getting an incredibly raw deal from the nation's media, which is one of the reasons I think Republicans are so fired up for the 2020 election right now, more than Democrats. Here is an example. Do you remember when uh, Donald J. said that his phones had been tapped, and that was greeted with hoots of derision from coast to coast in every newsroom in America? Including by me. Then it turned out that multiple people on his campaign who had offices in Trump Tower had warrants for their phones to be, it's not called tap these days, it's whatever. Same thing. Uh, You're right, their communications to be intercepted. Turned out to be 100% true. Then Donald J., who I admit sometimes expresses things in in a bit of a, uh, a blunt way, said that his campaign was spied upon and tucker carlson discussed that on a show last night remember when trump said the obama administration had been spying on his campaign the democratic party's bootlickers went absolutely crazy the second he said it they rushed to the nearest television studio to mock the very idea
1: president trump has a new favorite word and every time he uses it he is
0: lying and that is the word spy his baseless claims of spies the so-called spy issue, first of all, there's absolutely no evidence there was a spy. So it's really a fake issue. He wants you to believe that his campaign on, and it's one of the worst things that we've ever seen from government. The group you just saw were hysterical at the idea that Trump might believe there were spying on his campaign. They were hysterical because they suspected it might actually be true. And now we know that it was. In fact, according to recent testimony from a high-ranking FBI official, the spying turned out to be far more extensive than Trump suspected. Even James Clapper had to concede that.
3: Using undercover uh, agents is a uh, standard and legitimate technique that is widely used in in investigations. Uh, That technique has been used to thwart a lot of uh, counterterrorism plots in this country. So I'm sure. I mean, there are protocols and standards standards for using a an, an agent, and I'm sure that's the case here. Was it spying? Well, it, it, yeah, I, I guess it mis- meets the defin- the dictionary definition of, spy, of of surveillance or spying, a term I don't particularly like.
1: <laughs> so okay. there's a guy who ran the NSA saying, "Yeah, it was spying. It meets the dictionary definition of spying." So.
3: Well, I would say multiple over
0: uh, overcover, <laughs> multiple undercover agents, and multiple. I'm an f- overcover agent. <laughs> yes, I, I'm an agent. Does so anybody uh, have any information i would like to says secret agent share with me? I'm uh, here to watch you. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. What are you doing? Spying. Not I'm yet. spying on you. <laughs> now it's it's. It's come out in uh, in dribs and drabs, but yeah, multiple undercover agents and multiple phone taps of the campaign, and also the guy who got this going in the beginning was old uh, old Pete Page with his with his uh, I, I openly hate Trump text, which isn't proof that anything untoward happened, but the idea that it is ridiculous that you would look into the standards at work, the practice. Well, uh, old bald-headed professional truth-twister James Clapper there. Um, Please clap. (laughs) He was forced to concede. Well, yeah, there are standards and practices. Right. And the only thing Bill Barr is talking about is let's make sure those standards and practices are ones that we as a free society agree are a good idea. Or Donald J. And who could blame him? is going to put the CIA and the FBI at work to keep an eye on old uh, uh, Mayor Pete. Right, right. And and, and old Bernie and Biden and the rest of it, because that's fair game now, right? Or is it not, my friends on the left? If it's not, it's not. The other question,
1: so there's the question of did they have the right to do it at all? And, like, you know, it's been looked into some, and Trey Gowdy, who I like, who's a Republican, says, yeah, I've looked at the FISA word, and I think they had justification. But I haven't heard this answered uh, by anybody yet. Without telling the candidate, without telling the president-elect,
0: without telling him? They suspected he was a Russian stooge or agent. Man,
1: you got to have a really high standard for that. That's, and, what, that's and
0: it, all I'm saying. And it turns out he wasn't at all.
1: Not so, at all. So, you you know, your standard needs to be higher, apparently. Because guaranteed it will be used again. You, like Joe said, how would Trump not employ the same devices against whoever else? Whoever is running against him,
0: I'd be tempted if turns to do out it this, just to make a point. If it turns out, this is just what we're going to do from now on. Yeah, yeah. I would love I would I would grant immunity to some of these people, Bernie and Bernie just to or get him to speak plainly on the record. Yeah, here's what we were thinking. Bernie or Biden's meeting
1: with labor leaders and that labor leaders met with somebody who's known to be a communist. And I so you that's now, true. Sure. Now. So now you're listening to their phone calls. And, and sending and, and send hot chicks at him at bars, trying to get him to talk. At Bernie? <laughs> no, that's sure some Bernie's other interested. Some oh, other people.
0: <laughs> Bernie's people.
1: What was that ageism shot? He's too old to be interested in the uh, pleasures of the flesh?
0: Yes, exactly. Yes. Does that happen? I hope not. I haven't had sex for 27 years! <laughs> Does that happen? Just no interest whatsoever? Well, less interest. Okay. You got a teenage boy, you got a 77 year old. Yeah, there's going to be a difference.
1: (laughs) Well, I assume that. All right, then. So late night joke off about the royal baby next. Oh, boy. On the Armstrong and Getty Show
3: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: of things. Sean just showed me a video that's bouncing around the internet of uh, somebody that ordered a couple of bottles of water at their hotel, and then there was a uh, did that knock at the door? How did they know it was at the door? They,
2: they described uh, it making the sound, what sounded like a fire alarm outside my door, and when that's I, a little too loud. Yeah. But so, so when you,
1: know. you open the door, there's a little robot there, and it uh, it's got your bottled water for you, and then you take it, and then it heads on down the hall. Wow. So that okay, is kind of like that. Clearly, coming to all hotels. I mean, why have a human being go all the way up there? Because you know, there's no ketchup with my my burger, right? When um, you got a robot to do it.
0: Presumably, the human being will stop people from spitting in it as it rolls by. <laughs> Not that I think there's that much spitting and ketchup going Maybe on. Maybe you but...
1: should stay at nicer
0: hotels. <laughs> I see my fellow guests. Um, I don't like the look of them.
1: <laughs> a woman. Uh, was trying to break into the CIA headquarters yesterday. How'd that go? In Langley, Virginia, uh, said she needed to speak with Agent Penis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they believe she is...
2: Time to update my alias of when I check into Las Vegas hotels. <laughs> yeah, you they can't believe, use that anymore.
0: <laughs> they believe she is mentally ill. Wow. And do I? Wow. You know, we all have needs.
1: Yep. Um... <laughs> So the royal baby was born yesterday. A royal baby was born yesterday. Seventh in line to the throne. <laughs> Mine you know?
0: couldn't even get into the academy. Still working on punchlines over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
1: I don't care diddly squat about the royal baby and neither does any normal person, but it's getting a fair amount of coverage by <laughs> yes, the, uh, the weirdo media. For instance, the uh, New York obsessed media, because it all comes out of New York, is focused at least somewhat on this Met Gala that they have once a year in which all the stars attend and wear wacky clothes. It's the opening of the uh, Metropolitan Opera season, Jack. Mm Whoop-de-doo. And uh, so, but I saw Lady Gaga just now on the red carpet. So she comes out, she's wearing some outlandish clothes and everybody's taking pictures and smiling and talking and everything like that. Then, get this, she takes <coughs> off her outfit and she's standing there in her underwear and her boots oh, and everybody just no, hands on their mouth. So shocking. Oh, so who, provocative. Who, who, is, who is this designed for? Is there more than a half of a half of a half of a percent of people that are entertained by that? Shocking behavior
0: do, do some people not resent being that easily led right, right? Do, do, I guess a certain percent of the population doesn't understand that they're being manipulated. It's like when it's funny I'll uh, I I'll want to do some training with my dog Baxter, but he'll see me grab the treat And then it's over cuz he'll do anything for the treat and he knows it's there <laughs> And it's just it's not quite as effective. Um And, and so, yeah, I can just lead him around anything. I could put it up in the air and he'd find a way to hover. You know, it's just, and that reminds me of that. Oh, look what she's done. Yes, she did it. So you would say, Oh, look what she's done. Is it an
1: attempt (laughs) to relive high school? Do they miss the days when you could walk into the school at the beginning of the day and you got a new haircut or the cool shoes and people who and are? Is that it? I don't even know what
0: drives this. Or is it just a costume party? People like a big costume part. Mm,
1: mm. I just can't
0: get in the headspace of it. Anyhow. I heard Lady Gaga had three uh, three outfits, though. I saw that in the headline. She had a, the first one, and she was in her underwear, which is just so provocative. And then what, what was the third one? I don't know. Dressed up as that uh, cheating horse, maybe?
1: <laughs> but it's the same crowd that's into that's into the royal baby, I guess. And the baby was born
0: yesterday. and She the... pretended to give birth to a royal baby. <laughs>
1: The, uh, the late-night comics had to take a, a shot at the... And then you grade these, right? You grade these jokes?
0: I do, and the, the bottom grade-getter will be banned for life from all comedy. Don't be darned.
1: Prince Harry and his wife Meghan Markle had their baby this morning. Yay. That's a good story, yeah. True story, the baby is half British and half American. Yeah, yeah. isn't that cool? That means when he grows up, he'll drive in the middle of the road.
0: Uh, I want to say congrats to Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Today, they welcomed a baby boy.
1: It was very nice. Uh, The minute he was born, he looked at his parents and said, Hey, it's Ed Sheeran and the lady from
0: Suits. Uh... Duchess Meghan Markle gave birth to a baby boy this morning who is now seventh in line for the throne, which, if you ask me, is just unfair. Making a baby kill six people? That <laughs> got a laugh out of me. You like that one? <laughs> I did. Interesting. I'm not uh, easily swayed. I, uh... Yeah, Conan with a B plus, then a couple of B minuses. Hmm. We'll let them keep their jobs for now. <laughs> was, was it worth airing? That's the question.
3: <laughs> Barely. <laughs> so,
0: Gallup out with Trump's highest
1: approval ra- ratings ever in that poll. They're uh, they're a little lower than a lot of other polls because he's been over fifty in some polls. But uh, Trump at forty six percent, highest number of his presidency. Barack Obama. Bing, bing,
3: bong, bong, bing, bing.
1: Barack Obama, at this very point in his presidency, was at 44, which is kind of interesting, although he had had higher highs. Trump has been within a range of around 43 to 46 for like the last two months, hmm. as was pointed out on Meet the Press over the weekend.
0: He's trading in a narrow range. That's free, what the smart people free
1: say. Pre-Mueller report, during the Mueller report, after the Mueller report,
0: stayed right in the same spot. Uh, you must be wrong, because that was the number one topic in America for two years,
1: <laughs> but that's what happened. Uh, so you got that
0: the the funhouse mirror of America's media. They just they see the country in a way that's so completely different than normal people. I I you know I've known that for a long time, but occasionally I I think I forget it a little bit. Marco Rubio
1: without out with a tweet today on the China trade policy. Trump's playing some hardball with a deadline on Friday of $250 billion worth of tariffs and that sort of thing. Right. Marco Rubio has tweeted, not surprised. Hashtag China is trying to go back on uh, changes they had previously agreed to. For years, they've had counterparts so desperate for a deal they allowed them to get away with this. At real Donald Trump is the first to ever pose a credible threat to walk away from a bad deal. Marco Rubio's got his back. Chuck Schumer's got his back. Warren Buffett's got his back. He's in pretty good shape politically with those three
0: people. I would say so. And I heard uh, one of his economics advisors saying specifically that the Chinese had reneged on a couple of things that they had specifically agreed to and said, all right, that's been put to bed. And so Donald J. and his team are getting a little torqued off at, at the Chinese and are sending a message and good for them. What was that? That, that uh, for, I think it was Thomas Friedman. Somebody said about George W. Bush once: "Just because George W. Bush said it doesn't mean it's wrong." I mean, you can oppose him in a lot of things. Some
1: but. things are true even if George W. Bush says
0: it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that yeah. was his regular yeah. quote. Yeah, yeah.
1: Some things are true. If you're a Trump hater, some things are true even if Trump does it mm-hmm. or right.
0: Yeah, I'd love to see progress made in in the trade with China thing. Put that behind us, and the economy keeps roaring along. T F N. Oh, speaking of which, uh, Marshall hit us with the uh, best and worst states for business a little while ago, according to s- Chief Executive, the CEO, CEO magazine, magazine or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, y- y- uh, Texas on top, California DFL for the second year in a row. Dead flipping last. We'll get to to more of those. How did your state fare? Stay with us.
3: What's coming up in your news, Marshal? Flashpoints. Iran and Venezuela continue festering. Mandatory vaccination laws are getting a boost. And first it was pot. And now the push is on to decriminalize magic mushrooms. Oh, awesome. Festering is a gross word. Try not to use that too much, okay? (laughs) Okay. Armstrong and Getty
0: show. Armstrong and Getty. Measles hits a 25-year high. How about that? Pregnant ladies hope it doesn't cause you a stillbirth, which is what happens with the measles. Terrible disease. Pregnant ladies get it. Yeah, it kills kids. Not a lot, but some. Got rid of a terrible disease. It makes it come back.
1: Because we forgot, I guess. Anyway, news now, Marshall
3: Phillips. Well, Iran is calling the United States announcement of sending carriers and bombers to the Middle East psychological warfare. Who asked you? That's the language Iran's top security official used today to describe National Security Advisor John Bolton's Sunday declaration, who said this was Washington's way of sending a strong message to Tehran. Iran is claiming Bolton and others are trying to exaggerate the regularly scheduled deployment by the U.S. Navy. They are answering back Mm. by saying, oh, this is nothing new. And speaking in Moscow... Seven pounds, three ounces,
1: Joe. Oh, a strapping young lad, The weight of the royal baby is out. Seven
3: pounds,
0: three ounces. Oh, my. Back to you, Martin. We'll talk to experts coming up next.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And speaking in Moscow this week, Venezuela's foreign minister said the number of Russian military personnel in his country could be expanded soon. Some Russian military members uh, this spring uh, showed up to perform what was described as equipment maintenance, and now there may be more heading to Venezuela. Equipment maintenance. Yes. There you go. Wow. Just, you know, Maintaining the equipment. you got to change oil and tighten the fan belt. Exactly. The uh, washing machine might break down. We'll be there. We're ready. Foreign minister adding that the Maduro government is, quote, ready for any scenario. No, you're not. President Trump, pardon partnered- me. You're
0: not ready for the scenario of just having your country not starve, which is a good place to start, probably.
3: President Trump pardoned a former U.S. soldier who was convicted in 2009 of killing an Iraqi prisoner who was a suspected al-Qaeda terrorist. This
1: is an interesting story.
3: After being convicted in a military court of unpremeditated murder in a combat zone, the former Army First Lieutenant Michael Behanin was sentenced to 25 years in prison. An Army appeals court reduced that to 15 years, expressing concern about how the court had handled his claim of self-defense and then they paroled him as soon as he was eligible in twenty fourteen. So the guy he killed, murdered, he murdered
1: the guy <laughs> yeah. in prison. Um, did they nail down? Was that guy the guy who uh, made the IDs that killed U.S. soldiers? Do we know that for a fact? Do not have that nailed down, but it certainly would. That's uh, what they believed. He right. was in jail, right? For that, right? Screw that
3: guy. Screw that guy. Right. I like the way this turned out. A new poll is showing now that 72% of Americans support requiring parents to vaccinate their children. 72%. The NBC News and Wall Street Journal poll shows the conflict is among parents at this point. 37% of parents oppose the requirements while 61% supported them. Those who aren't parents, though, so overwhelmingly supported required vaccination. Seventy-seven percent in favor. <laughs> Every time we bring this
0: up and say get your kids vaccinated and the rest of it, we get the angry emails or texts or whatever for you from you anti-vaxxer types, and and they generally have an angry tone. Um, and and include including one we got this morning. Why don't you educate yourselves on X, Y, and Z? And uh, you guys used to be in favor of liberty. Well, I will tell you, and I'm not going to take the time right now, there are some pretty staunch libertarian friends of mine who are fully in favor of vaccination. Uh, and the Mandatory idea- in vaccination? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and that uh, the whole educate yourselves thing. Listen, I'm familiar with your sources. I- I've considered them and rejected them. Jim Carrey. That doesn't mean we have to hate each other. Your source is Jim Carrey. But it's not that I haven't looked into
3: it. But thanks for the input. Voters in Denver, Colorado are going to decide today if magic mushrooms will be decriminalized in their city. What is it with Colorado? They like getting high. Apparently. The uh, measure would make the personal use and possession of these mushrooms by people 21 years and older Denver law enforcement's lowest priority. That doesn't mean the mushrooms would be legal exactly, but it would prohibit the city from spending resources to impose criminal penalties. Colorado number 12 most
0: business-friendly state. Despite everybody being there stoned. Go. There you go. They don't
3: care often. I'm to... just stoned. Exactly. I'm <laughs> just friendly to everything. It's... Yeah, man, you
2: want to do a business? Business is cool, man. That's cool.
3: <laughs> anyway, selling magic mushrooms would still be illegal. The initiative being led by the group Decriminalize Denver seeks to make the mushrooms, which are currently a Schedule 1 drug, totally legal in the near future. All right, that's a look at your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation.
0: May I make a brief distinction? Between? Uh, I could not care less about the royal baby. In fact, I think the fascination with it is misplaced, moronic, strange, un-American. Seven pounds, three ounces, Joe. That's 526 AM. Healthy young lad, here you Oh, yay! That was the announcement right there. Well, and the guy says, God bless America, and then up with Britain, or God save God the Queen. God save the Queen! <laughs> there you go. Uh, to uh, mention that old Meghan Markle's uh, in Merkin. Mm. So it's, it's very Games of thrones marrying her off to the Brits to prevent the coming war. <laughs> 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 but anyway, while I could not give a yeah. damn, not a single damn, about the uh, royal baby, old Prince Harry... Is a he's a man. He's a real man and a good man. And I'm happy for him. I hope his kids okay. But we don't know each other. Well, that's very charitable. So you don't. Well, no, he's, so he's really hope.
1: an admirable guy. Sure. So you don't hope that he has uh, his kids are terrible and he has a bad time parenting.
0: <laughs> no, that's very I, charitable. I don't. I, I admire him <laughs> very much. Seems like a
1: perfectly nice guy.
0: On the other hand fascinating with the uh, fascination with the fact that he and his hot actress wife got together and made a baby in the conventional way i I don't see that as really that big a deal for me in my life so oh yay oh Oh, yeah we we heard you (laughs) we we heard you the the first time
1: but we do have this right in terms of the boy being seventh in line to the throne yes there's some belief that Prince Charles is not Harry's father,
3: Oh. so he's right.
1: not actually of the blood lineage of that family. It's even
0: more Game of Thrones they than sure we realized. sixth with a bullet. Yep, yep, rising up the charts already. The kid's already got momentum. Will he demand a trial by combat? Does he have dragons?
2: <laughs> yes, that would help.
1: Oh, so it's, it's going to get very complicated. Armstrong
0: and Getty. Armstrong and Getty
1: Show. When I walk through the front door. Just got a text. My son isn't itchy. For the first time in like a week and a half.
0: Oh,
3: man.
1: As we had, I think, three different diagnoses of what kind of hives or whatever he had and couldn't get the right medicine. And he's been just constantly itching 24 hours a day for a week and a half.
0: When I had that reaction to the drug a few weeks ago, that was one of the more trying weeks of my life. Make you insane. Oh, yeah. Can't sleep. Can't think about anything else.
1: Speaking of insane, Hillary Clinton has been crisscrossing the country.
0: <laughs> nice transition.
1: Um, Doing these town hall things and answering questions. Anyway, she said this to a crowd over the weekend.
3: I think it's also critical to understand that as i've been telling candidates who have come to see me you can run the best campaign you can even become the nominee and you can have the election stolen from you
0: there you go wow (laughs) that was quite something (laughs) um i haven't heard the rest of that now is she working the russia angle or is she wanting to get rid of the Electoral College?
1: Well, let's start with the whole. You can run the best campaign.
0: Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wait a minute. Before we even get to you know, you don't even need to get to the other
1: could possibly controversial stuff. There ain't nobody D or R thinks she ran a good campaign.
0: <laughs> no. Nobody. No. No. Nobody. She is a remarkably unappealing candidate, and there were strategic errors. Right. Everybody knows that.
1: Right. So enough
0: of the You can is run a she... great campaign getting back to this is the theme of the day uh, do, do they mean what they're saying do you think she believes that that it was somehow hijacked I, from i her? think
1: she has to for her own the sake of her own psyche i think she'd go crazy if she just said to herself you know i'm i'm I, i'm a sucky candidate and people really don't like me i mean a lot of people
0: yeah i've read many times through the years that losing an election feels like a personal rejection. Yeah, I don't it know
1: should. why. I, I don't know why it would actually, but it does. They all say that. They all say you feel, you know, you've you've got the hurt of like being dumped by a lover, right? That I, sort of pain.
0: I think that may have been more true back when. And I just saw a really interesting chart on this when the overlap between uh, liberal and conservative America was most things. I mean, the differences were at the edges, at the margins. Turns out me and my neighbor who agree on seventy five percent of stuff he's got about twelve percent of them I find a little out there. He finds and think about this only twelve percent of my beliefs a little out there
1: as opposed to reject everything about you because you're an r or a d
0: right now there's like six percent overlap. nobody wants a genocide on dogs and cats nobody so, you know
1: so I see what you mean it nobody would wants help.
0: nuclear war with Canada,
1: so you lose an election now and you say well the the You know, there were more than 51% of those just degenerate, what did Hillary call them?
0: Oh, the uh, basket of deplorables. Yeah,
1: Yeah. they're just so awful and so sick and twisted that... You know, I lost. It's, or my turnout people
0: didn't do their jobs. Or What
1: you're bothered by is how many awful people there are. <laughs> not,
0: not by that the right. Persuadables didn't show up. You know, yeah, you could protect your ego a little bit more. I saw
1: but. a congressman yesterday was on one of the TV shows saying, if Trump, if we don't do our duty and impeach Trump, he he might win again. So that's basically just not having faith in democracy. Right. We have to impeach him because he's going to win again.
0: That is a rejection of elections as a concept. Yeah, isn't that something? That's what insane. To say. Yeah. Boy, people say stupid,
1: crazy stuff these days. Well, we're, we're, into, we're into a crazy period <laughs> that I think... We were talking to a guy the other day, a client, uh, client friend of the show we really like, who said he thinks we're going to get Civil War-like. I mean, we got bloodshed coming. Yikes. Yikes. I hope Yikes. not, but it's, it's we're definitely in uncharted territory.
0: I hope he's wrong, but I know the guy you're talking about, and he rarely is. Um, So uh, one of the other things Hillary's been going around saying was uh, one of the reasons she lost the election was misogyny. And again, maybe you'd have to give truth serum to people, but I would like to know, I would like to see what percentage of Americans were more likely to vote for her because she was a woman. She, or got, less likely. she got
1: more votes because she was a woman than she would have if she were a guy. I I believe that to my core. It's the opposite of what she thinks.
0: I, I I agree with you. I can't cite specific data, but I believe that to be true. Because the very idea of it, I mean, it's not like she's not smart. And she's actually a fairly moderate Democrat. So, yeah, I mean. She's incredibly unlikable. And, and, and a lot of people were excited about the idea of, let's just get it done. Let's have a woman be president, and then we don't have to, you know. Check that box. Anymore.
1: She's so odd, obviously contrived and inauthentic, though. You oh, yeah. don't know what she actually thinks
0: about anything. No, she's horribly unappealing. And and we, as we've discussed many times, for good or ill, I'm not sure this is a great thing, people win presidential elections to a large extent because people kind of connect with them. They like them. They want to have a beer with them. Seems odd to me. You're not going to have a beer with them. They're going <laughs> to enact giant policies that affect your life. Why don't you focus on that? But anyway. <laughs> Uh, but speaking of women's rights, Jack blows for women. Uh, women in Florida evidently, uh, tiring of Florida man getting all the attention. So this, uh, plucky little gal has stepped up. So it's three o'clock in the morning, Charlotte County, Florida. There you go. 3 a.m. A lot of good stuff happens at 3 a.m., kids. You gotta always sher- be out and about at 3 a.m. Cause that's when the good stuff happens. <laughs> you got a sheriff's deputy sees a couple sitting in a pickup truck. Three o'clock in the morning in Florida. It's not if something funky's going on, it's just what? Right. Sure. So uh, oh, plus they rolled through a stop sign. And so he said, uh, he pulled them over and uh, and he immediately witnesses that they've got uh, backpacks and weird things and says, "What you been up to?" And they said, uh, we "We're collecting uh, animals, reptiles.
1: collecting animals."
0: Yeah, And so he says, "Well, what you got?" And she, because he, he said, look, I got to make sure you don't have any species you're not supposed to have. She opens her purse, got 41 little turtles in there. 41? 41 turtle purse is the name of my new jam band.
1: <laughs> 41 is a lot of
0: turtles. That's a lot of little turtles. The shortest song, 13 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's when we do punk, it's 13 minutes long. When we stretch out, please pack a lunch. Anyway, um, so he says, all right, you got anything else? She then pulls a foot-long alligator out of her yoga pants. Out of her what? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the Armstrong and Getty live punchline contest. <laughs> Is that an alligator in your pants, or are you just, uh, well, you're, uh, um, how, I, don't, I don't know how to finish this. <laughs> how long was the alligator? Uh foot long. Out of her? It's a baby alligator. It says out of her yoga pants. How'd she not get bitten? I don't know teeny little thing and maybe she had it like uh up to its uh, armpits in her pants and like had her shirt over it maybe she got a top jaw rope on it <laughs> <laughs> thank you mr Irwin. um i although i pictured this gal wearing a crop top i don't know why yeah I don't know why, and I also picture probably probably shouldn't wear a crop top, but that's unfair to the beautiful women of Florida. I
2: apologize to the Irwin family for that for that impression, but mm. he, I do it because of of love. He had sure. a large impact on me and all of his top job roping that he did. Exactly. Here's a
0: picture of the thing if you're curious. Hashtag Florida woman trending. Fabulous.
1: Speaking of smallish dinosaurs in their teeth, yes. They discovered that there was a smaller version of the T Rex. This just was unleashed by scientists yesterday. Oh,
0: wow, a
1: mini T Rex! Now maybe this is something we could bring back someday. It was about three feet tall and weighed about eighty pounds, but it was exactly like the T
0: Rex. It was just a smaller version. It'd be like a Rottweiler with little front arms. Be adorable. Are you kidding? Oh, you could pet the thing and train it, and it'd be a good uh, watchdog. Mm. You break into a house, you go through his uh, T-Rex door, and you think, Hanson, hey, now I'm going to steal her computer, and this thing comes running out of the darkness and just rips your arm off. I mean, that's some good protecting. What's the foot speed of a three-foot-tall T-Rex?
2: I feel like that's just big enough to still be terrifying.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you can't really train reptiles that well. No. Um, how much time... So have it'd a- probably chew your face off while
2: you
0: sleep, <laughs> exactly.
1: but that's exactly. why you lock your bedroom door, Jack. Uh, how much time have we got, Hanson? Okay. Um, so we just saw on the television on, uh, today's show, I think, Dr. Jill Biden.
0: That's Joe Biden's wife. Right. Jill, the lovely Jill. She's got a PhD, you know.
1: Yeah. And, um, uh, seems like a nice enough person. And it reminded me of this anecdote about Joe Biden. And this is not political at all. I was going to look at some poll numbers. He's number one in the nation. He's number one in all the states, blah, blah, blah. But, um, 546 days, Jack. Correct. <laughs> As I've mentioned before, the best book about presidential elections ever written, they think, is this uh, book called What It Takes. It was written about the 1988 presidential election, which is kind of interesting because that's one of the more dull elections in modern history. So why was a great book written about it? Anyway, it's Who really I am interesting. in 84 again?
0: 88. 88? 88? Um, See, I couldn't even remember the year. It was so boring. Well, uh, George
1: H.W. Bush won. It was... Uh, it was who to replace Reagan after his two terms. Ah. And Ray, and Bush ran against Dukakis, and it's not worth remembering. It is a really interesting book, though. And it, the point the reason it's such a good book is it's about it takes special human beings to really run for president. I mean, you have to be a special breed. I don't know if I've ever known anybody in my life that could do it. I mean in it's in just In what sense? Just Tall? In, in mentally and physically. I could do it. It's just it's just a certain sort of thing. Okay, that most people aren't built for too no. grueling, too grueling. Just okay. too, you you have to have a level of ambition for one thing uh, and no. willing to throw <laughs> out every other aspect of your life, personal and professional, right. and and go after this like nothing else for years. Wow, and just most people aren't built that way. Mm. But anyway, one of the things that I remember from it about Joe Biden is he has no knowledge of movies. He's kind of a, a <laughs> nerd that way. He wore <sighs> sport coats to college. Ah. He was an athlete and then he was a nerd in college with like just into a book, but he was he has no pop culture references. And it really bothered him that he was surrounded by these young guys that would constantly reference movies. They'd say, Yeah, it's like in The Godfather 2. and and he'd say, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Huh. Talk in normal language. Huh. It really tradesman. It really <laughs> drives him crazy when people make it references to TV shows or yeah. movies to make a point because he has no idea what they're talking about. He's worked so hard to craft that regular guy image. Yeah, it's, it's kind just, of funny. I just found that
0: funny as a thing. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about, Tony Soprano? I don't know who that is. Well, We, we started this conversation off the air because Jill Biden's such a cutie and she's, what we decide, 67 years old, something like that? Um, Boy, I saw a picture of them when they were young, Barbie and Ken, man. Handsome oh. couple. Oh, yeah. Absolutely fabulous. You know how you end up being good-looking when you're old? Huh?
1: You're good-looking when you're young. <laughs> yeah. I think mean, that helps.
0: Yeah, that certainly helps. You can't be like
1: me when you're younger and then end up good-looking when you're old. It doesn't doesn't happen, apparently.
0: Not unless you get a lot of work, and that's, uh, that's a low-percentage play. Oof. Trust me on that. <laughs> Look you know, at the wife of any plastic surgeon. No offense to any listening.
1: I'm going to get one of them three-foot T-Rexes. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, you're yeah.
0: listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.